Well, good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, and welcome to Crossroads 98 Podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us here today. I'm Steve Hollis, and with me today is Eddie Hammond, and we are glad that you've chosen to listen to us here today. Uh, Well, that's the name I'm going by today. Eddie Hammond, yeah. Yeah, I have aliases, but that's... Mm. Okay, well, that's, that's what we're going by today. Okay, do you have an alias for Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> Is that today? That's today. No kidding. Cinco yeah. de Mayo, the the fifth of May. All I can say is. Su casa, what is that? Mi casa es su casa. There, there we go. My house is your house. That's okay. all I can say in Spanish or see. Or you, you know what I heard this morning? This is great. You'll love this, actually. Cinco de Mayo. In Mexico, and I believe that it's in Chihuahua, Mexico, they have the running, the running, sorry, the running of the Chihuahuas. Seriously, they run? They have, can you imagine <laughs> Man, that? Man, we should ship Buster down there. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a black and tan uh, Chihuahua. His name is Buster. And I always talk to him like this, man. Hey, man, what you doing? You know, it, it, it's so fun. And and he, when I do that, he cocks his head, he oh, looks no, up at me, and he wags his tail. He's, he's like, ooh, you, you're speaking my accent. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I don't know if he can bark in Spanish or not, but nonetheless, it's... <laughs> can, I yeah, just get, that's funny. All though. I can think of is just all these little busters and, yeah, and chihuahuas, running. all these different colors, running down the street like... Like those bulls in Spain. And Pamplona. Look how the chihuahuas! You know? There's a commercial where they've got bulldogs running mm-hmm. about something, but no, boy, no. it don't take long to digress. <laughs> I tell you, I, we had about 12, <laughs> Get it going, man. <laughs> 13 of us in men's group this morning, and I gave them a break, and they, I just lost them. They, it was just mass chaos. Oh, no. Them talking, so I just, I just started talking to them. Bill went on because I'd lost them. I couldn't get them back. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. So it's not that. always women that. I see. I hammer. see. Sure. Okay. Men are just as guilty. Okay. Right? Now, I, I want to push a pause button on our discussion real quick. A couple things that have happened that I've recognized. One, I spoke in kind of a, a, a Spanish accent, and there's no. I, I hope that, that no one takes offense to that. If you do, it's well, just fun. And if I have an accent or a fluctuation, go ahead and mimic me. It's fine. I don't care. It's, and there it's is fun. a pastor that we love in <laughs> Champaign-Urbana that might hear that, that he'll, he'll be calling you. You know what? He loves that when I did that. Uh, Juan Laredo. Uh, we love you, Juan. And if you happen to be listening, um, it's it's so much fun to... Uh, to rejoice in all of that and that's ethnicities and and uh, the uh, bright colored rainbow that God has provided for us it's awesome and and I have to move to something else than you've just said something about the women yammering <laughs> that's no offense I'm just saying they're not the only ones that do we're all guilty of it <laughs> I'm, I'm the king. I'm just saying. I was just wanting to make sure I pulled that out and made sure we talked and, and just kind of had a disclaimer across it. So it's all good. We love you, ladies. And uh, guys are, are uh, equally, uh, we have a tendency to uh, get to yammering as well. And so anyway, <laughs> I just thought that caught me off guard. It's kind of funny that as we were talking there and I kept it going. Um, for sure that uh, we needed to have a little uh, pause disclaimer. Uh, 
Well, it was a little feeling like a discretion or a, a discretion. Yeah, I'd say maybe we needed the mute button, didn't we? But no, a, a digression. But well, it's hard to keep I, focused. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's good to be here with you, Pastor, and I'm super glad that uh, we had a chance, have a chance to meet today, and and to uh, to laugh. And at least I've been enjoying my laugh uh, this morning, and. Um, just uh, again going back to Cinco de Mayo and noticing in my mind I, I can't hardly get out the, the picture of all these short leg dogs no offense short leg dogs <laughs> and uh, for short leg of people for that matter <laughs> that, that are, are uh, running down the street I, I cannot I, I think it's just pretty cool and uh, I, I would like to actually see some pictures, maybe a video of that. But um, anyway, happy Cinco de Mayo. I hope you have uh, a good day, everyone. And um, Pastor, as we get rolling into the seriousness of this aspect of midweek and talking about life and surviving life together, actually, is your message uh, from this last sermon. Um, we want to just cover it in prayer and, and allow the Holy Spirit to now take over because obviously uh, Steve has, uh, I have gotten into uh, pushing forward on my own agenda, I guess, talking about some other things. Well, but, and life's serious and it's, it's good to laugh. It is good you know? to laugh. It is. It truly is. And I, I hope you've had a chuckle today, everyone, and, and some aspect of that uh, uh, commentary, but... Really glad that you're here with us, and uh, let's just have a word of prayer as we get going. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for laughter. Thank you for the goodness that you bring to us uh, in the midst of everything. And I pray, Father, that the joy will be the joy of your heart uh, connecting as we connect with you. And, and Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to work through us. Help us to enjoy your, um, your work in us, our obedience in you. And... Um, and Lord, just honoring you. I pray, Father, that as we go about now talking uh, about the, the message um, from last week and even talking a little bit about what's going to be happening for this coming week, uh, this weekend, that uh, we will reflect you, we will reflect your words, and uh, Holy Spirit, I pray that you just have your way. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, surviving life together, that... Uh, that's even in the midst of having a cold, uh, like you've got and you've <coughs> surviving uh, this this life, this cold together with your wife. I I guess she was so gracious and gave it to she you. She gave it to me. Like I said, it, uh, I I'll I'll opt for a good night's kiss any day, even though there's consequences sometimes. And this is this is one of them actually. But she got it from our brother-in-law, who says whose wife, Diane's sister, said, well, we didn't give it to you. Yeah, but I beg to differ on that. <laughs> that's where it come from, over in Illinois. So this is a, a line-eye virus, if you will. Uh, it's got Governor Prisker's name stamped on it, I guess. They're not nuts about their governor over there, which I don't know. I'm staying out of that fight. Yeah, yeah. let's do that, for sure. But uh, what's the main emphasis here to, uh, well, that you spoke Well, actually... Our brother Curtis inspired that because he was talking about our next membership class that I want to try to have a message that talks about that. And, and that's what the, the, God helped me put this thing together uh, of, of the whole premise being is, is, is how much we as a church need, needs each other. Mm -hmm. oh, 
if we're all honest, I think we try with all that's in us to make life better for us and our families. And it, we like a life full of joy and, and laughter. But the problem is it's impossible to grasp that in life because life throws things at us. Um, and we have an enemy that hates us. I can't reiterate and hammer that fact home enough that he is going to do everything in his supernatural power to make our lives miserable. Yeah, and it's device, uh, It's so it's, divisive and sneaky that we have got to stay on guard. All the time. You know, uh, Swindoll wrote a book, Guard Your Heart, and that's why you have to do it constantly. I mean... And like you said, it, uh, the, the country is divided in almost every issue, and he keeps pushing us farther. And forth. He doesn't want us to come back to one issue, which our issue is that as followers of Christ, we believe that Jesus was God with skin on, and his word is the infallible word of God. That is our starting point. We have, for me to come to the table and agree with people, that's where we have to start. Now, you go beyond that, there's different things that uh, a lot of people come to church here, and we don't, it's, but we have to agree on those two issues. And the reason I'm saying that, I'm going to mention that tonight in class, but that, that's kind of where we're at, and we, we need it. And uh, it's like that clip that I showed about them birds. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want that other bird on that line with them, and it, caught, it come back to bite them, but then them crabs against that. Right, hawk or eagle, seagull, whatever. I think it was seagull. seagull yeah. yeah, they they united and <laughs> and stood together, and and that's what we got to do. And I I am not a doomsdayer. I just think you have to look at the facts. Uh, we have to look at the world around us. We have to look at scripture. That uh, as it's my premise that as time goes on, before the end, before Jesus uh, gets his church out of here, that. Life is going to be progressively going south in that as as the world, as as our country, as culture views the church. I I don't think it's going to be in a better light. Let me put it that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and it's not to stand in fear. It's no, to stand, it's, just no. as you said, but to yeah. stand on the truth, and also to stand in love. Right. So we've we've talked about that this week, previous to this podcast. But to stand in the love of God, stand in truth on the scriptures and on the things that we know, um, that the Holy Spirit is speaking truth to our lives. <coughs> and therefore, we do not stand in fear of the things that maybe are surrounding or surrounding. Um, but we understand that this spiritual battle, as we continue uh, to commit our lives to him, to, to God, that he goes before us, mm-hmm. and he surrounds us, and he uh, instills us with that strength and power of Jesus Christ. This is awesome. That's the, that's the stuff that, that I'm hearing from you, that, um, that as you begin to say this, that look, no matter what is to come, Christ is on the throne. The truth and love hold for us. That's exactly right. And then there in Acts 2, 41 through 47, it showed how um, the church started and how they survived in the first century. But it's so much different than it is today because they was together every day. 
Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. pockets of believer together every day. Right. One once a week, it was every day. What was they doing? Is eating, breaking bread together, taking communion, praying for each other, doing life. You, you could see the strength in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I went through a whole list of things of how Satan he hates churches that's doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, and he'll use any method he can: uh, discord, division, derision, ridicule, sin, temptation, false doctrines, even people and gossip. Yeah, that's that's what he uses. He wants to discredit the body of Christ. That's his, that's his main goal. But you know, then I, I mentioned what Peter said to uh, or Jesus said to Peter. Um, we can tell that to the devil that. Jesus said on this rock, touching himself, I will build my church and the greats of hell will not prevail against it. The church will always survive regardless of what kind of persecution comes in. You know, and even when we were in Russia, talking to those Russians that lived through the communist regime, they were stronger underground than they were above ground. And that was the point they were saying, says it's, it, the church is starting to get lax. Mm. But boy, when you're in fear of your life, gather in somebody's basement or upstairs or whatever, and you hear somebody breaking in, they're coming to haul you off the gulag. That's a whole, we don't know what that means mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Not really. So, you know, and that's, uh, and that was the key. And then that's the key to 101 as we talk about it, that uh, there's two things. You are needed and you need the church. I mean, that's it. You know, uh, the church needs your presence, your support, your faithfulness, your fruitfulness. And then uh, as you get into 301, your creativity, your heart, your personality, your experiences, your smile, your inviting people, your prayers, your ministry, your willingness, and your love, and your gift. <laughs> We're all gifted. I, I think that's a hard sell for some people that they don't think they can. But if you're a believer, he's, he's given you some supernatural gift. Mm-hmm. It's just up to you to explore and find that. What you're good at. Ask right. people around you, what am I good at? What do I do? And experiment and do some things within the context of the kingdom. That's that's how that works. So and I, I mentioned this and, and I you know, I repeat myself, but I think there's a lot of uh, merit to rote, uh, hearing things over and over. But when we're alone or we're isolated and disconnected, that's where that's where Satan can have his way with us. And I always use it pride of lions as they hunt for an example because that's what they do they separate the weak and the sick and the old and that's who they devour they don't they don't go for the strongest usually unless mm-hmm. they get them singled out but that's and that's what satan wants to uh, get people out of the church he wants to convince them that they don't need the church right and to a degree we need jesus but for us to survive and grow and be held accountable, we we need the the whole context of, of the body around us. We need to see each other. We need to hang out with each other. That's, That's right. the point. And 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 just to to drive home a, a more specific point, it's not just Crossroads <laughs> no, Church, right? Yeah, when I'm when not we talk just, about church. We, I'm talking about the church. We just, talk about the believers, right? And and I just kind of wanted to yeah, to good. make sure that I I hit that finer point, but to understand that as we do that as believers and as we do that uh, to connect our heart with the, that of Christ's. Um, and find all these strengths and being willing to work together. Um, what a great body 
uh, of different yeah. uh, abilities and gifts. And uh, if we're all seeking the love and uh, and to then reflect Jesus, what a what a ministry! What a glorious bride! Right? Isn't yeah. that what it says in the scriptures? Exactly. And that's what what God is yearning, longing for us to understand. To have our obedience in Him, to keep connected, to to um, look past others' faults, not be judgmental, but to help move forward and 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 toward the the goal of 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 sharing His wonderful and mighty love with each other. The church is diverse. Oh, it is. It's it's the point that one of the things that we that I learned when we went to. Saddleback and spent that week before we started the church, and that's we use their some of their mm. material for 101. He said, and that's what Rick Warren said. He said, We have to agree on essentials, and the essentials are is what I've already mentioned that Jesus was God with skin on, and the Bible is the infallible word of God. But above that, that's what I love about Crossroads. because it's diverse. You've got people here from different backgrounds that believe different things, but they believe those things that I said. They believe in the essentials. You have to, that's where we start. Now, my premise is, is to welcome people in in a non-threatening atmosphere to explore the claims of Christ, and hopefully they find them, and then they start their journey as they study the Scripture, as the Holy Spirit speaks to them. Mm-hmm. And there are there are people that interpret uh, the scripture in different ways. It, it's it's the the whole concept we we talked about end times a little bit this morning, and the church being taken out, which it will happen. But some people differ on when that might happen. I believe in the pan theory that it'll all pan out in the end. <laughs> it don't matter to me. Right. I'm in Christ. Hey, Whether right. it don't matter to me, to me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand my ground and and pick my battle on that and and cause an argument. Because we differ on that. And this might sound crazy to people. It's irrelevant to me how old the earth is. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. I know God made it. Yeah. And I know that's just the way it is. Now, some people will argue to the death on that's that. That's true. That's irrelevant to me. I don't care what happened to the dinosaurs. I'm glad there's not any T-Rexes and Solomon <laughs> waiting outside to devour me as soon as I leave the building. Right. You know, right. I don't... But people get caught up in that. Mm. Our main focus, the church exists to make disciples and teach them. And that is it. And, and I go back to what Paul said over and over again. You follow Christ. You work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. It's between you and God. Right. These people that make life choices that don't line up with Scripture, that's their thats their choice. They're the ones that's going to have to live with those consequences. Right. I can't live that for them. Do we, you know, and there's arguments of that. I've heard people say, well, man, I can't believe them people's coming to your church. I wouldn't let them in the door. I said, well, where would you want them to be? How can you share the love of Christ if you lock them outside? Right. I mean, I, I, and and uh, you can open up all kinds of debate on that. Well, I know that. It's really interesting. Uh, you know, we, we state a pretty big claim <coughs> here at Crossroads. I mean, it really is, as, as we, if, if we think about it. You look out on our big banner that's out here, a place to find direction in a confusing world. Now, that's, that's a big claim. Good point, because right. a lot of confusing people come in here. Right. Well, and that's the thing, and and our big our big claim or our big our big um, 
uh, banner, <laughs> put it that way, uh, those big words saying that to find direction, we need to continue to point to the scriptures, to find direction there, find that through the, the truth that the Holy Spirit reveals and continues to, to reveal to us through the scriptures. And that's really it. There's a lot of confusion in the world. Yeah. I think we, got, we can both say a big old amen on that. And then find, to find direction and to find that, sometimes it, it gets down to the nitty-gritty, and it's like, well, what about this very specific thing? What does the Bible really say about that? Well, if it doesn't come right out and say something so specific about maybe a, a very, very, uh, that very direct or specific question, it speaks of general in, in that very mm. area. So it brings us back, and, and, and I supports it with other scriptures. And what I'm trying to say is this. There is the direction that we are always aiming as we move our lives towards Christ and through Christ to God, that as we do that and continue to stay connected, we will find direction as the yeah. Holy Spirit leads us. Well, and, and it comes down to this. I've used this statement um, a lot of times that releases me from that responsibility. I'm not the gatekeeper. I don't decide who goes to heaven and who don't. That's not on me. Right. I have to use that a lot because people say, well, they did. sure they didn't go to heaven. Well, I, who, are, who are we to say? Exactly. You know, the judge is the judge. Yeah, so that's it. You know, and, and, and the scripture, uh, there's so many one another's, and it, it shifts from first person to, um, it's like Luke in the third person saying things like, we endeavored, we came, we sailed. And we think about the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, forgive us, lead us, give us. And then think about Paul, what he said in the Roman, to the Romans. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He did not say, I am, which he is, but he said, we. Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that all things work together for good to them, that love God to them, who are the called according to his purpose. And eight thirty one. What shall we then say to these things if God be for us? Who can be against us? And then what a, what a tremendous passage that is in Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You can't get away from the love of God. That's a that's that's the biggest that's the point, man. That's a huge passage right there. And, and and biggest amen that needs to follow that scripture. So you Absolutely. know, um, you know, we need each other. And and one hundred one is membership. Two hundred one's maturity. Three hundred one's ministry. Four hundred one's missions. And then five hundred one's worship. It's just, it's just. Uh, I, I for a lot of people, one hundred one is a refresher course because I start out talking about salvation, and 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 coming to Christ and how he opens the door for anybody that wants to come in. I just you just want people to understand that we that's what we believe here. Mm -hmm. We believe that you need to come to Christ, you know. So then I get into, you know, what it means to, to be a member and, you know, I don't we don't expect people that join to do anything other than what the Bible tells them to do. You know, and, and that's what we were talking about a little bit of that uh in Whoops! In the um, men's group this morning, while well, we had talked about it at breakfast, how sometimes people have tacked so much on 
what it means to be a follower of Christ, that you have to do this, that you can't do that, and on and on, and rules and regs, rules and regs. It's a relationship with Christ, and yeah, there are th- certain things and responsibilities that we have, but he gives us uh, choice. In our, uh, and, and again, we can't say, you can't do that, and I can, because in some cases, the Holy Spirit allows some people some freedoms and others not, because he knows how we are. Mm-hmm. Every, every relationship is, is specific and specialized for that person. You know, I've heard people say that a lot, that, well, you know what, I couldn't do that in life. But then some people say, and, and Paul talked about, about the freedom that we have in Christ. And one of the things that Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians uh, that really resonated with me, he said, I will be all things to all people that I might win them to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's not a license to sin and say, I'm going to do what they're doing. All right. But you can go into their world. You don't have to live like them, but you can hang out with them. Right. You know, that's that's the point. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he was, uh, you know, and he, he really makes it a, a great strong point in that whole matter, um, as you have as well, that if we are susceptible to a temptation mm-hmm. that we don't we don't go around with. If, if I've talked to individuals in the past and counseled them that that have struggled with uh, alcohol and and uh, they've messed up a couple times and I and I, I check with them and I'll say where have you been hanging out? And he says, Well, mm-hmm. I I, uh, I I just I go in and I just play some pool at at a bar and you know, the diamond and I'm like you realize that that's like telling a a sex sex addict that I'm oh I'm just going to go in and have a tea at a at a strip club or I'm going to go and I'm going to have um, I'm going to go to a a pot or a, a a crack house that and and just say hi to my friend you don't you don't do that if you're susceptible to temptation and that's that's addictions right so take it to your level of of maybe, and I say your, I mean in general, right? As I'm, as we're speaking to out to whoever's listening, if you know that there's a temptation, refrain from going. Yeah, there. you gotta lose but, your head on that. That's for but sure. But allow yourself <clears throat> to be in of the world. Don't don't put yourself into a Christian bubble and speak Christianese and talk uh, and talk like some, because people will look at you like you're a foreigner. Uh-huh. Yeah. But allow the love of Christ to shine through you as you are a part of this world, but not of it. Yeah, right? that's the point. That's it, and that's what <clears throat> that's what Paul is saying. And, and I just I kind of wanted to just again put a little bit of a finer point on what you exactly what was you were saying. So anyway, fantastic. So, yeah, and then uh, our friend um, Timothy Yoder is coming down from the North Country yes, every Sunday. He is. Um, Yoder, of course, you always think of that as an Amish name. He had an Amish family. Yeah. Uh, the, the, and you can reiterate more on this, Steve, but he, you talked to him as well. Uh, the title of his message is Thank God for Praying Mothers. And the idea is no matter how long you have walked away from God, he's standing there with open arms, wide open, ready to take you back. It's, so, it's awesome. Uh, praying mom. And you praying had, mom. You had one. I had one. That's so, right. Uh, I was eight, and then she God took her home. But uh, my grandma prayed for me every day, and 
Uh, I'm ashamed the way I treated her sometimes uh, when she was praying, but I'd make faces at her. Oh my gosh, that's awful. God should have killed me and took me home then. <laughs> now I can't believe I did that. You it's a good thing God's in charge. As a kid, as a kid, <laughs> she'd be sitting there pouring her heart out, and I'd be over like a little goof making faces and sticking my tongue out and going crazy. Well, it's a good it's thing. It's sad. The, I hate the, to admit that. The but grace of God, amen. Man, oh man. Right, and and you got to just forgive yourself. Now, you know, if those so things because otherwise it'll eat you up, man. Sometimes Stuff when I'm like praying, that. I squint an eye and see if Diane's doing that to me, but <laughs> she never has. Well, she's Izzy always, might be Izzy might be growling and showing your teeth. She's to always Izzy, your dog. always with me, always with me. Mm. Uh, what a what a great woman she's been in my life. I tell yeah. you. Yeah. Anyhow, that and that's man. If you if you got a praying mom or had a praying mom or parents, right? Man, but, but oh man, the focus is on a praying mom this yeah, week because it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day, and right. uh, hopefully uh, everybody hears this that if their mom is uh, alive, that you at least get them a card or show some kind of recognition. And that's another thing. This is like celebrate Teachers Week. It is, and uh, here's the kind of a crazy thing. Celebrate Teachers Week and nurses. Oh, this I didn't know they together. I think that, yeah, I don't know why they do that. No, they ought to make another week for that. Uh, I'm telling that you. That don't make sense. Well, that's what I was told anyway. So if, if I'm no, wrong I didn't know that. in that, you know, I hope that there's there's correction. But that's exactly what I had heard earlier on Monday, that um, both of these, the recognition, teachers' recognition and nurses, uh, practitioners, uh, are this week as well. I think, think that's right. No um, kidding. I didn't. Not, well, I noticed they they did notice some uh, nurses on TV that they were talking yeah. about. Yeah. I'll look that up at a while. But anyhow, that's a big deal. Well, I love and the I'm fact like, that we have these <coughs> uh, <coughs> these parts of our families, and I and we truly do hope that you have. Uh, a parent or a, gra uh, a grandparent or someone of your extended family that is bridging the gap for you, that, that is standing in the gap and praying um, for you, praying for your family, your, your, your children, as well as, as you, hopefully, I'm hoping that, that that's what you're doing for your children. Um, but then this is, this is a text also that, that Tim sent me. He said, uh, no matter how far we've left God, He is standing there as with standing there with arms wide open, waiting for us and, uh, to turn back to Him, and and that's truly as our as we pray for one another, especially for those that are lost, that the prayer is come back or turn to the Father, for His arms are wide open, uh, just like the prodigal son, uh, that He not only opens His arms to Him in that in that. Um, parable, but runs to him. I love it. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that before. What a beautiful picture as we uh, get closer to uh, Mother's Day now and and uh, celebrate our moms. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, Pastor, can you pray for our moms right now Amen. and then uh, over this uh, podcast? Lord, we love you and we thank you for uh, the church. Um, you gave your life for it and allowed us to be part of it. And in that whole concept, we are to love and look out for each other. It's just the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to really show the world what a, what a true family looks like. And I just pray that we do that. I pray we do that here 
at Crossroads, and we thank you for our church and for the other churches uh, in this community that's doing the same thing. I just lift them and their pastors up to you now. You know yes. who they are. And as we look forward to Mother's Day, Father, what a mm-hmm. what a gift uh, oh, they have been uh, in all of our lives. Because uh, that's we've all had moms. <laughs> some of us still have them. Some of us don't. But nonetheless. Uh, you've given us a, it's a treasure and may they feel uh, honored Sunday and may we do that here and be with our brother Tim as he preaches Lord uh, I thank you for this young man that uh, you've got a hold of his heart and you're leading him down a path uh, to serve you and wherever that might be so I just pray for him as well as he travels and uh, pray for us that we might be receptive to that message where we ask these things in the name of Christ amen amen Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today, uh, Pastor, and it's been great to spend a few minutes with you. Sorry and about the coffin, but that's can't, okay. can't turn loose of it. It's, that's uh, all right. <coughs> I appreciate you wild. Uh, just being here in, the spite of, in spite of it all, and, and I know you're trying to, to get through that. Well, uh, I'm going to end um, this podcast with a little side note, just brief note. You are wearing a hat today. It is not a Dodgers hat. No, it's a Harley Davidson hat. Mike Weibel bought me this hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did pal- you know what happened yesterday? Huh? The, they smoked the Dodgers. They did. I hate to say smoked, but well, they, they really did. Who, who smoked like the Dodgers? Cubbies. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> did you realize that they had a double header? Did they win both of them? They came back and won the second game, too. <laughs> well, so, I, brother, brother I, I can picture this now. <laughs> The face of Ohio Valley Gas pulling his truck over to the side of the road, taking out his little hanky and gobbing the corner of his eyes before he drives on. So Now, listen, we can't talk too much. I mean, it, it, they were the World Series champions. But that I have was, a hat that, that was last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new It's new a new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. They got one more ball game. Well, you know, but um, anyway, we speak of Cubbies here and and not so much Cardinals. So if you're a Cardinals or a Reds fan, uh, well, this place is infested with Cardinal fans. It well, just is. It, it is an infestation. And see the love of Christ That's covers exactly us right. all. <laughs> well, the thing is, here's what I say when they always give me, a, well, the Cubs won the World Series once, and since I said, well, I don't care. I can die a happy man. <laughs> They won it in my lifetime, and I didn't know if they would or not. So um, they don't ever have to win another pennant for me. I want them to, but I can die happy. I'm going to be buried in that hat that says World Champions 2016. So, (laughs) And I could have the Dodgers hat in the casket with me, but it'll be down at the end. (laughs) Push your feet. Yeah, they won't be. No one, when they view me, they won't be able to see that hat. We don't have it with me because of, of smiling Dennis Miles gave it to us. Well, him, so. there it is. Well, uh, I just thought I'd uh, I'd bring that out a little bit and um, not to cause division or trouble. No, no, no. So. But uh, I'm pretty sure that if uh, good old brother Rich was here right now, he'd <clears throat> he'd go ahead and let us know of yeah. uh, the different aspects of the Dodgers. And yeah. Speaking of Juan Laredo. <laughs> He is well uh, earlier, as we talked about him in the podcast earlier. He is a Dodgers fan as well. And so, um, anyway. On, uh, on, he makes some pilgrimages to Dodger Stadium every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, he does. He's, he's still there. got family there yeah. so uh, in California. So, he's, well. And he's doing uh, some doing some great ministry up in Champaign-Urbana. Yeah, it really is. He really, he really is. is yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get to share. I finally get to share this. Um, if you have not heard. 
about this. Um, our own community's very own Courtney Canfield is going to be the new morning host on on 88.5 FM. Well, that's 88.5 FM here. WBGL, right? WBGL. That's that's great. In Champaign-Urbana. How cool is that? Oh, she's going to do a great job with Jonathan. They They have stations everywhere. Absolutely. There's a ton of them. Across the Midwest here, and then it goes. Of course, it goes globally uh, online. But um, super cool. If you have never listened to WBGL, you can get the WBGL app on both iTunes and on Android. We're broadcasting and, uh, God's love. That's right. So good stuff. Yeah, is. God is good, and He continues to uh, move through us and work through us as we allow Him to do so. We hope that that's exactly what He's doing. That you're allowing Him to do with you. So God bless you, and until next time, we'll say goodbye. We'll see you.